Welcome to the Deep Healing Podcast. I'm Jayanne, an energy healer who's obsessed with understanding how to break into the subconscious mind and create healing, lasting changes that bring peace to everyone around me. This podcast is brought to you by jayannehealing.com. That's J-A-Y-E-A-N-N-E-H-E-A-L-I-N-G.com and the JN Healing Coursework. This is where you can find self-serve courses that can retrain your mind to do anything and get rid of that grinding pain and tension inside and find your peace. As an empath, I'm often worried about the environment. And I know I'm not alone. This is because uh, we as empaths can feel everything around us, including the distress of the natural world. This series on trees will give you the tools to understand the meaning of what these trees teach us so you can heal the pain within yourself that's related to these concepts and start to take action if you need to. Welcome to JN Healing, Deep Healing with JN. I am JN. I'm an energy healer who helps you learn how to rewrite your internal programming in your subconscious and in your ancestry and just for funsies no so that you can actually live the life that you feel aligned to live so that every day feels like a new exploration for you instead of a huge drudgery or feeling like you're overworked and constantly depleted and just feeling like you're always tired but you can't stop that's what i'm here for and i want you to learn how to do it because you can because everyone has an intuition. Not everyone knows how to use it and not everyone knows how to connect with it. So that's what I'm here for, to teach you how to do it. I don't wanna be anybody's new drug, right? I don't want you to feel like, oh, it's 3 a.m. I have to wait before I can get a session. I want you to be able to handle it on your own at 3 a.m. That's what we're doing. And welcome again back to my series on trees. This is the fourth in a in my series out of six trees. Fall is a great time. This is 2022. We're in September. Fall is a great time to connect with the trees because trees have to do with our ancestry. It has to do with our the stories that we understand as being forever true. And so if we want to rewrite those stories, we have to understand trees. And we have to understand our ancestry because the things that we believe to be true, because it's always been true, you can't rewrite it unless you can identify it. So that's what we're doing today. And today we're talking about a very interesting tree called the tree of heaven. And this is not a tree you're going to find in any kind of ancient lore, at least not on this side of the planet in North America. You're not going to find it in Europe because it is new to the area, okay? It's actually an invasive species. And I had some trouble. I had some trouble going, okay, it's okay to talk to the tree of heaven because we want to consult with it because it's invasive. So it's, oh no, that's a bad tree. But wisdom is everywhere. That is one of my guiding tenets. Wisdom is everywhere. And if there is wisdom in the old, there is wisdom in the new. And we can learn from things that are very well suited 
to adapt and take over. So you're not going to find Tree of Heaven in any kind of deck of trees. You're not going to find it. It's not in the Oham. So everything that I'm saying, I've pretty much just tuned into while I was researching what is the Tree of Heaven and why is it here and what's the deal. Okay, so the Tree of Heaven actually comes from Asia. And it was imported as a really great garden plant because, oh, hold on. Excuse me. I just had to clear out all of that, like, preconceived notions about consulting with an invasive species. I still have a little bit of resistance here, but we're just going to keep going because sometimes you stop and address the resistance and sometimes you just keep going despite your fear. And that's what this is. Oh, I'm afraid to talk about this because it's a bad plant. It's not a bad plant. There are nothing, nothing is good, inherently good or bad. It just is. So the Tree of Heaven came over from Asia. I want to say in the mid-1900s. It might have been before that. And people were putting it in their gardens because it's actually a really fast-growing tree. And you've probably seen it. You just didn't know what you were looking at. But it's one of those trees that you find just like randomly growing up in the middle of your bushes. And it's got like leaves that are like they're called pinnate, which so it's like there's sets of leaves like this and they're like oblong shaped. And if you've ever tried to pull one out, it's a big pain. Yeah, they're, they're hard to get rid of. Let's see what else about them. They have a lot of, they grow fast and that's why people wanted them in their gardens. They're pretty, they make pretty flowers. The thing that gets them invasive is that they're just really good. They grow so fast and then they... I think they also have a longer period of growth than native trees do, where they just, just take over. Okay. And their seeds are easily spread everywhere. Yeah, that's an invasive species, right? So that's how that's how invasive species work. They are able to outcompete the local population. And the reason I even, this tree's on my radar is because, I don't know if you watched the kind of introduction video of like why I went on this rabbit trail of trees. The reason they're even on my radar is because they are the preferred tree of the spotter and lanternfly, and which is also an Asian import. We didn't mean to. It's just one of those things that happened to get be a stowaway on a ship they opened up some cargo, spotted lanternfly flew out, and somebody goes, what's that? Weird. And moved on with their life. But yeah, the spotted lanternfly loves the tree of heaven, which is interesting. Like, the whole meaning of this tree of heaven and its invasive and, oh, it does actually create secrete a, a chemical in its roots that stop growth of other plants which is common for trees at a certain age but i think it starts that ability much much earlier than other plants do so this tree of heaven which a lot of people say is a misnomer because it's such a pain in the butt and it's hard to get rid of and it's taking over the forest is the preferred food for another invasive species spotted lanternfly and this intricate relationship just happened to get imported tree of heaven has been here for a very long time spotted lanternfly has only been on 
in the United States since 2014. Huh. So, Tree of Heaven is this quintessential meaning of invasives. And being able to tap into that concept of an invasive species of taking over of thriving in a new place being able to thrive in a new place all right so we're gonna we're gonna focus on the good things about an invasive species and then we'll look at the downsides because everybody focuses on the downsides first on, on invasive right but if we're considering the medicine of a tree we want to take in the good things and let go of the bad things so being able to thrive in a new space that's something that's really important right if you go and move across the country and you're just like I can't grow here, you're not going to feel good about that. So if you have recently transplanted, contacting or communing with the tree of heaven, and if you're a bug person with the spotted lanternfly, and just gaining the wisdom there, again, I'm still having this resistance because I feel bad for the native population, but we're going we're gonna to put that down for a sec. So commuting with that and going, I need to feel like I can thrive. I feel like I want to thrive in this new space, in this new place. And how do I do that? And the tree can tell you. Now, the downside is what we always know. Like, it's just a bad thing to just take over and kill everything in your path. That's the other, that's the bad side of invasives. Like, being able to thrive in a new place is one thing, but taking, getting rid of everything that is not you is also not good. Monocrops are known to be a bad place to be, generally speaking. They just don't, they have, they need a lot more maintenance. So the interesting balance there with this spotted lanternfly is that because it's its preferred tree, it is able to start to control the population of the tree of heaven. And it just happened. Like nobody was like, let's introduce this spotted lantern because that would be a bad idea. People would be so mad if someone did that on purpose. Be so mad. And spotted lantern fly doesn't just, I don't know if I told you this, but it doesn't just take out the tree of heaven. It also attacks grapevines horribly. Like they decimate whole vineyards in just a season or two. And then it also attacks apples. And I think I said in my introduction video, where I live is just like the apple capital of the East Coast around Winchester, right, in Virginia, to have this many, because we have it really bad here. It, spotted land fly is everywhere. I am constantly seeing them on my porch. This time of year is just covered in lantern flies. And, and I used to see them and I'd be like, Aah. but the good medicine of the spotted lantern fly is one of control. And it because of this tree of heaven, it has been able to take root in 
here, but it's because of this invasive species that we now have a different invasive species. I'm still clearing out my resistance about having this conversation, and we're still going to have this conversation because even if it's even if it's new, it's something that we come into contact with. Like our ancestors would, most people's ancestors would not have had not very far back anyways. How do I say this? It's entirely possible that your ancestry did not come into contact with this tree at all. You may never have seen it. And it's not native to the land, so it's not like the land has a connection to it. So it's like, why are we even doing this? But it's the energy of being able to thrive in a new space. And what we're doing as a population is up-leveling to the fifth dimension. And I know that sounds like a bunch of woo stuff for, hey, let's all be new age and be weird. But there's big changes already happening, right? Like the other, the first two trees were just like how to deal with change. And we are having massive global change in so many areas that it is good to understand how to work with deep newness because that doesn't make sense, right? Like, how can newness be deep? How can newness be old? How can it be ancient newness? Like, that doesn't compute. But trees are ancient. I don't care what tree it is. They're older than we are. Unless we created it. We didn't create this. Despite my massive resistance in the moment, we're going to tap into the spirit of the tree of heaven and its animal counterpart, the spotted lanternfly. And we're just going to, first of all, drop into your heart and then we're just going to big yawn apparently we're just going to receive whatever wisdom we can about thriving in a new space whether you've moved recently or if it's just about your this new experience that we're all having And reminded of something I actually wrote down and I didn't say earlier because I had totally forgotten I'd written it down. But the phrase is disturbances create opportunity. Disturbances create opportunity. Whether it's a fire or... the land is being managed differently those are disturbances and when there are disturbances there's an opportunity right there's a saying there's blood on the streets by property right that's obviously disturbance
And while the chestnut last week was all about feeling provided for, this week, Tree of Heaven is about allowing yourself to provide for yourself, that it's not selfish. And just knowing that if you get out of balance, if you're out of divine balance with yourself, with what you're meant to do, something will come and slap you down and get you back into balance. That doesn't mean to stop going. That doesn't mean to to prevent yourself from even starting. What it means is there are checks and balances in place. And your inner knowing will tell you this is the time to stop. Now with trees and insects, that is a many-year process. But in our lifetimes, when we are in connection with our intuition, we just know now is the time. Now is the time to wait. Now is the time to go. And we're just removing all of the things that have been, the lies you've been telling yourself to hold yourself back because you're not going to be respectful of others if you do that thing. And just seeing like layers, like there's a pipe going into your third chakra. And we're just letting all of that go. There's this, there's a bunch of, I think it's tape, but it's really wide tape and just like wrapped in like cloth and everything is just wrapped around this connection. And the connection doesn't need that. And it's actually hindering the connection. And it's caused like a rest in that connection. And you've been stopping yourself from doing the thing that you want to do because you're divinely inspired to do it. But you've been stopping yourself because you're afraid that you're going to, you're going to hurt people or you're afraid you're going to overstep. That's the biggest one. You're afraid you're going to overstep. And so you don't even get close to that edge. And you don't even get close enough to even make an impact. So it's just this constant feeling of failure. But it's just because you're not going big enough. Because you're afraid. Okay. Let's go ahead and open your eyes. Truly appreciate you spending time with me today. Watch this video about the tree of heaven. If you'd like to interact more with our very supportive, loving group of people, please feel free to join our Facebook group. And I'll link that as always below. And if you don't have Facebook, then just email me for sure. Just email me. It's jn at jnhealing.com. And just let me know that you want to connect. 
if you would like healing services through me, just let me know. And my website is jnhealing.com. I can help you. I can help you rewrite your internal programming so that you don't have to feel like this anymore, whatever this is. Whatever frustration you're feeling right now, you don't have to feel it anymore. Thank you again, and I will see you next time. Have a lovely week. I love you so much. Did you know that 90% of actions are unconscious? Help a friend or stranger find deep healing through this podcast and become more conscious by leaving a five-star review wherever you are listening.